Blog Talk Radio. This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with each person. Now, let's start the show. Hey, 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 hey. Hi there, Jenny. Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing? Go ahead. Let's start the show. No, I I didn't see you at first. You go ahead. <laughs> I'm. I was just going to say, uh, what about that? Uh, the weather. Sometimes it's uh, snowy, you know, real hard, and then. You come in tomorrow and it's 60 degrees. <laughs> so what do you think? I think it's another Friday and, you know, we got to say hello to our guests. You know, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Jenny White Show. Let's talk about it. And today... Yes, and one of them has been missing. And I guess she's just... Getting ready to say hi, everybody. Okay. What is okay. your name? <laughs> She's not talking today, Miss Lucy. You, you know I am. <laughs> it has been How a busy you? Black History Month oh. with myself and the kids. Oh, it was busy. Okay. Boy. So Very how are you now? I'm doing fine. I'm doing just fine. Okay. Yes. You sound good. So what yeah. do you get? This is uh, almost, because this is the first day of March. Yeah. So are we going to have any more snow or what? What do you think? We're going to play it by ear. <laughs> right. Say it by ear. Well, say it by ear. That's what you think. We're still here. Yeah, that's rain. That's a good. Although that rain that hit the other night, boy, I thought it was gonna come through the roof. (laughs) Yeah, that is a lot of stuff has been going. Wasn't that a tornado in Grand Block? Was it Grand Block? Not sure. They had someone to touch down, yeah. But they can uh, tear down houses. Oh, yeah. And people have no homes. Oh, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Lewis, what do you think about the weather?
Hello. What'd you say, Jenny? Mr. Coleman. <laughs> what did you think about the weather? Well, uh, you know, I've been in Dallas half of the week, so oh, the weather there was great. <laughs> it was ninety degrees. It was ninety degrees on Monday. Oh, it was wow. people out by the swimming pool, so yeah, the weather was great. You didn't get down there? Down where? Swimming pool? In the pool. No, I didn't mess around. I had other stuff going on. Okay. Nope, I had other stuff going on. Well, I yeah. see we have, uh, we're going to talk about wars and poli- politics and other topics. Tonight we'll have an open mic and talk about whatever comes to mind. We can talk about the things that make you happy. Well, the things that make you sad. Do you have plans for a summer vacation or retirement party? Let's have fun tonight and let's talk a lot. <laughs> let's talk about it with Jenny White. Woo woo. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Although the weather is, uh, it's, you know, it's. Good and bad. Good and bad. Oh, but one thing I can say, I have a new car. <laughs> well, go ahead. From Arizona. <laughs> That's beautiful. It is. It is. I'm happy. That's beautiful. Yeah. Good, good. It's been my my dog my dog my car was twenty years old twenty two zero. Well, it's time for it's time for upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But it's different, and I gotta learn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, these cars now are just big computers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, big computers. So. You're right for that. Yeah, you can get on. You can start them without putting the key in the in the in the, in the ignition and. Yeah. Open the doors without I, even using keys. That's true, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> it frightens me. Mm-hmm. I have my, my keys all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. But that yeah, water well. is really something. Mm-hmm. That's really nice, yeah. So what have well, you I'm been doing? Well, I'm going to keep in mind, too. Well, really, you know what? I have been with the kids, um, you know, we're getting, trying to get ready for Andrea's graduation, which I hear every day, and uh, <laughs> trying to figure a future for her. But you know what? I heard something today that was I thought was really interesting, but it was stupid also. This girl was in court, and she was complaining because she wanted her mother to finish raising her grandchild. She said, because my mother said she wanted a grandchild, and so I had one, and she helped me with it when I was working and stuff. But she wants her to take over the whole job. And so the judge is telling her, he said, what's wrong with you? 
who had that baby? You know, they're saying it's, it's going on and on. Uh, one, uh, she wanted her to, she said, well, she said she wanted a grandchild and I gave it to her. She said she wanted a grandchild, but it didn't mean she wanted to raise another child. She raised you. You had the child. And it went back and forth. She said, maybe, see, mama, she said, maybe my mama's doing this because she got a boyfriend now. <laughs> she said, I don't care what she got, you know. She can do what she wants. That's your child. You have to raise him. Raise the child. But she said she wanted a grandchild. You know, it was a big, it was a crazy argument. And you hear this more and more every single day. This one woman, I know, she had three kids. And she met this guy, and, you know, he didn't want guy and children. She told her, took the kids from her, she said, here, you take him and raise them. She said, I raised you. You had them kids. Right. She said, no, well, me and my friend, we want to travel. We want to do this and that and all that. Well, you should have did that before you had children. So you don't feel like you're missing out on something. And more and more, we're, we're being faced with them, either putting the child, doing something with these children. And that's what's uh, so sad. Um even if they say we, the kids end up in foster care. I don't know if you read about that, something about the foster mother. Anyway, I get because children, you know, they come with problems, okay? I think that they, she end up, um, uh, this little boy, you know, they are a trip. And if I can remember, the little boy, she, the woman, I think she killed him. She dissected him and put him in the, in, in the, in the sewage, in the sewer. They couldn't find what? him. What? Yes, this is happening to children, you know. I remember um, reading recently that uh, the people could hear a baby crying in the wall, crying, and uh, coming from the toilet. And so they called the police, you know. There's a baby crying in the wall. What, you know, where you know, is it? The police had to trace the sound of it, and they traced it to the point, and they, they come to find out the baby had been flushed down the toilet live and everything down the toilet, in the sewer, all of this, and the pipe stuck in the pipe. Oh, they finally found out the pipe. Yeah, things like that are happening because people, nobody wants to sit down. And it takes a lot to you. We all know it takes a lot to raise a child, you know. And they finally had to break through the wall and get the baby. The baby was stuck in the pipe and it was alive. It's crazy. It's crazy. How it's old was the child? It's like a newborn. Wow. The son was a foster care boy that was a trip, you know. The kids do get on your nerves, but this is what's happening. And, uh, you know, I'm always a baby going down through the uh... Oh, yeah. When I went out to wow. the, um, uh, when I was at Wayne County Community College, we had to take a trip to the um, the water treatment plant, you know, where the big vats are. And so the man would say, he said, now this water here is clean. I said, that water ain't clean. You know, you could smell the chlorine or the bleach or whatever you want to call it. He said, yeah, this water is clean. And by the time it gets to your, your pipe, it, 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 it'll change. It looked like, you know, what your clothes look like after you don't wash them in the washing machine. Wow. Then he started turning these big vats and those things, boom, 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 all around, okay? Then I went to the water treatment plant, and that was a that was really something. And he was telling us about this and how they have to, send the water before putting it back into the river or whatever they send it, you know. They have to clean it out and stuff. And it was a huge, it was a horrible smell. He said, we see more fetuses coming through here than anything wow. else. That was, I'll never forget that. We had to do all these tours when I was at Wayne County. That's when Wayne County was a lot of fun as far as I'm wow. concerned. But I went there. They said, we see these fetuses coming through here. 
Oh man. Wow. Yeah, it was that well, can, no you one, imagine, you know, take time to Go can you ahead. imagine all these states that, you know, they outlawed abortions? What you're seeing oh, yeah. in their systems now? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did they put her in jail? Uh, well, I think more than likely they have a, a trial for her, but, you know. But if she did, she was a foster mom. Children do get on your nerves. You know, you're just going to happen. That, that's what they are. And then a lot of times you're having children. But you haven't had a chance to really live your life, you know, and stuff and do things. Like I tell my my granddaughter, no, go places, spend your money, live for yourself. So that when you do settle down and you have to take care of this one child, if you have children, you and your husband have children, you're not, you don't feel like you've missed out on something. Right. And a lot of the, our, our households are single parent households where you have a child, but you have to be there with that child. There's nobody to give you the support you need as a woman and as a mother while you're being a mother, you know. And you, you need that type of relationship. That's the kind of, you know, all this stuff is going on with the, in the households. Like um, I was talking to my daughter where, you know, what happened down at the Detroit, uh, Detroit um, receiving uh, when this girl, she didn't want to be bothered with the guy. He was trying to be this and that. And you think that you miss so-and-so, he pulled a gun on her. Threw in her car, and what did she end up? And he killed her. You know, who are you to say that you don't want to be bothered with me? You know, and you think you miss high and mighty. But you got to watch who you even try to talk to. You know, and you know, fool around with and stuff. And then um, she had another episode that one of her coworkers uh, died of COVID after three or four days. Whatever hit her, it hit her. And she's got a brand-new uh, seven-month-old baby, although the woman's married. And she got a younger child, too, but that woman's gone, you know. And uh, wow. she's looking at, yeah, a lot of things are happening, you know. I try to uh, talk to uh, my granddaughter. I said, listen, you work, you enjoy your life, you make your own money, so that when you, you become comfortable with yourself, you go to school, become comfortable with yourself. Once you feel comfortable within yourself, then you're able to, you know, work with another life or something like that. That's what I keep telling her. No, but it's something to be considered. We have over half a million children in the system now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A half a million. Not to depress you since I've been back, but, you know, it's a big big problem within our community. And a lot of times if the child is adopted out, that child is adopted uh, in, in a way that would, it's not because they are children, but because they, they they can say, well, you know, if um, like in the other communities, they say, well, I, I'm a parent. Look at what I got. You know, we, we're two mothers here together. We're two fathers here. And we're parenting. and we're doing this. It's to further their agenda, you know, and you worry about that when it comes down to children. So it's a lot of things that's been happening. So although I've been gone, I've been reading, you know, because I am concerned. <laughs> Yes. Well, were you able to uh, do your go and vote? I didn't vote at all, but I see that they say uh, Michigan. No, um, out here that um, it was interesting that um, I heard that um, Michigan is still with Biden, but there's a lot of uncommitted. Oh yes. Oh yes. A lot of I, I, you know you know uh, it's um. 
What do you think about Fannie Willis? Who? Fannie in Georgia. Oh, Fannie? Yeah. The prosecutor? Yeah. Well, you know, I think that she she knows her stuff. You know, they tried to, you know, distract everybody by accusing her of, you know, benefiting from her relationship with the other prosecutor. Yeah. Yeah. So just a bunch of smoke and mirrors, you know. And uh-huh. that's just like right now, the Supreme Court has uh, agreed to hear the case on Donald Trump about his presidential immunity, which is going to delay the trial with Jack Smith and uh, therefore run it smack dab into the election cycle, which, you know. That's what they want. Yeah, that's exactly what Trump wants. Yep, that's exactly what he wants, and he seems to be getting it. Well, he did do stuff, and he was trying to kill people. You know, killing people, telling people to kill somebody. That's crazy. This and he's doing a lot of stuff. That is true, yeah. a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. My thing oh, is, yeah. my thing is, you see so many black people supporting him. Oh, and isn't that horrible? I was listening to Roland Martin. This guy was trying to say why Trump is good in the Republican Party. And everything he said, Roland Martin brought up the facts of all this and refuted everything the man said. You know, look at Tim Scott, you know. Tim Scott, you know. Nikki Haley helped him get his position. Well, I understand. She helped him get his position as a senator. You know, all of this. It's an awful lot. I don't know why they should have put him in jail a long time ago. It is. And I have noticed that, yeah. I have noticed that people are becoming more. Go right on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're becoming more. uh, Like I was looking at this uh, this rapper, uh, this woman. I I tried to pass it around. Uh, She came to his. uh, He's a G, rapper G or something. What is he? She came to the door and talking about she didn't want him there because he's uh, selling drugs and stuff. And so he tried to be as polite as he could. And he said, you know, and, and talking to the woman. And she was just all up in his face and all of that. And then finally she was, uh, came up on his porch. He trying to, you know, live, you know, all of this. And then she stepped down off his porch and she fell. And she kept falling and falling. And he didn't go out there to bother nothing, you know. She said, well, we have more people living here than white people than you, you know, all of this, you know. This one guy that was, uh, he was nasty. He really talked to the woman nasty. He said, here you is trying to say something to me, this other guy, you know, black guy. He said, and, um, you know, he was really cussing the woman out and stuff. Well, can't you talk to me? He said, no, you you saw me riding by here, and you came to your conclusions on me, and I'm just riding out here. Well, we have more white people in this area than you do, you know. That. He said, I don't care what you have. I'm just trying to get to my place where I'm going, you know, all 
And so it's more and more becoming overt. It's coming to a head, you know. It really yeah. is. And they don't mind saying it since we've been, uh, Trump been sporting, you know, shooting off his mouth like that. They can say anything to you, try to treat you any other kind of way. And it's well, becoming cool. really. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you got a point there. You know. So, you know, we really have to, you know, just watch what we're doing, you know, because with this politics, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah. And know. they're still zeroing in on black boys, these boys, Lord. And I think I'm more sensitive because my grandson, he's all real tall now. He stands out, you know, and uh, he wants to do this with his friend. I say, listen, certain things, you try to tell them how to talk. Tell them how to do this, but it don't really matter anymore, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. They, they'll blow you away and, and blame you, uh, uh, and blame you for doing something wrong, and you haven't done anything. And he's dark, you know. Oh boy, so it, it, it bothers you. Yeah. But me spending every every Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with him. Through Black History Month, it was really an eye opener. Really? Oh yeah. Hmm. Back and forth, and back and forth. You know, it was a real eye opener. Oh well. It's something to think about. How can we protect our, our our children and our community? How can we protect each other? Yeah, that's true. You know, we have it to protect. Yeah. yeah, we have to protect our women. You know, uh-huh. and our children. Yeah. Okay. You know, they they're banning books and yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of this playbook isn't new. It's things that we may not be familiar with, but a lot of the, the things that they're doing these days have been done similarly in the past. And yeah. So they're, yeah, they're just trying to, like they say, throw, throw some stuff up against the wall and see what sticks. So. Just before, um, you know, the program, our program started, I was listening to Roland Martin. He was talking about Eric Prince. Have you heard about him? He has this, I guess he has a military squad or whatever. He went through special forces and everything. But he made the statement that these countries who can't uh, really handle themselves and don't, and they keep having problems and fighting and stuff, that he's talking about us, us going in and taking over those countries again because they can't rule themselves in the first place. He was talking about down in South America and that everybody is focusing on Africa. They want to go back and realize the fact that they can't do it because, you know, when they were trying to do it, you know, and they talked about how, so a lot of times these dictators were killed off. Like uh, this happened here, um, the United States did this to go in and, and try to kill, you know, to cause disruptions all around where the people can't settle down. And uh, it showed Roland Martin talking to um, 
was the one that died. He was secretary under under Bush, Colin Powell. Right. He was talking about they're trying to get it done, but they don't want you to do it for them. But when you do it for them, then you're over them. Then you have to guide and all of this stuff. And he, he said that they're trying to learn the, the democracy. It's not easy for us. And he was taught when he was uh, taught, discussing it with Roland Martin. It was a very interesting conversation. He said, but they don't want you to come in and do it for them. You know, when you do it for, for them, it's going to be colonization again. It's, you know, you're going to be in control, and they don't want that, you know. This, this one picture I was looking at, I love, I love my brother. He bought me the, you know, uh, the Canon series with, uh, you know, uh, William Conrad playing Canon, the, the fat detective that loves to eat. <laughs> I love it. And drives this big, beautiful Mark IV. Oh, I love it. But they had one story that's called The Iceman. And this young man, um, he grew up without a mother, and um, he was very good in math. But anyway, something happened that this uh, attorney general, he was an attorney general. No, he was a, de- a deputy DA. His wife was killed, and everybody knows she was running around and just having affairs on him, and he was fighting sometime and all of this. But he said he didn't kill her, okay? Who killed her, you know? And... Um, they said, you did, you, you got that bump on your head, you know, and you tried to kitsch kill yourself and all this stuff. And, you know, it was everything. In other words, he had been in jail for 10 years now. And his son wanted him to be gone, and they tried to give him parole. All of this, trying to let him out. And he said, no, Candace, I'm not going to accept parole because I didn't kill her. I'm not going to admit to anything like that. They said, but you hit him before. She said, he said, yeah, your wife was this way. He said, yes, she was. And all this, come to find out that this, well, he was captured in Vietnam, um, um, the guy that was, he was captured in Vietnam, and um, they beat him up in the head, this this uh, uh, this uh, soldier. They beat him in the head and all that, and he was coming, and he was so delirious. But all the time when he was there in a cage with one of his other soldier friends, he talked about the DA wife who he killed. He was rattling off about it. Now, they're out of jail, and this man is working for the government now, 10 years later. And um, he befriended the man who was in jail, who was accused of killing. He befriended the, the young boy, and he was this and they was that. And he talked about how he made a plan and how he escaped from the, v, the, the Viet Cong and all of this stuff. And he was really good, you know, very good. And so when this guy who had been in the slammer with him in Vietnam taught, heard about it, you know, and then he saw it, he needed some money. Now, this other man, the one that did the, actually did the killing, he's a, making gugals of money. Come to find out, he worked for the Secret Service, you know, CIA. And he would go and infiltrate these countries all over and maybe kill the leader. He knew how to do it. I mean, he, he was just fascinating. But he, that's how he was making his money, okay? Mm. And he told him, but he said, well, I just want some money. I just to give me... This one guy, he had, he had lost his one arm. Come to find out that he would ask that his side, give just some money just to help me out, just, you know, and I'll pay you back. Anyway, he ends up shooting a man. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to pay me back. He killed him and all this stuff. So that's where the story went. Come to find out that when he was 17 years old, the, uh, the DA's wife started fooling around with him. His mother was dead. You know, he was helping 
her son with the math and stuff. And she started fooling around with him and doing everything she wanted to. She was just out there, you know. And he liked him. The man who bothered with this woman really liked her and all of this. And anyway, it ended up that what he did was when he was 17, he killed her. He, he, killed, mm-hmm. he, he killed her. What happened? And then he set it up like the her husband, uh, he, he hit him over the head and put these pills in his mouth and like he tried to kill himself afterwards, the one that was doing 10 years. And it all came out in the watch. He said, listen, the boy was so hurt. He said, because he's been my friend, he's been my this, he's been my that. But this was his job. And Cannon um, had to find out, try to tell them that uh, something is wrong with him. Anyway, uh, he ended up killing his own girlfriend the same way. You know, he's just 27 years old. They say he was the best operative they've ever had. He can go into a country, kill a person, do this, do this, that. And he, all over the world he had been doing this. He even um, um, set, um, put a bomb in the phone, telephone for, in Cannon's apartment. But his friend went in there. Cannon's friend went there to bring us some information and picked up the phone and everything exploded. And it was really interesting. This young man, how he could infiltrate these countries. And, I, and when you look at the problem with the, um, the immigrants, someone has gone in there to keep, uh, you know, uh, bothering their countries. They can't get it together because we got our nose in there for our own good, you know. And here is Eric Prince was talking about taking over those countries again and running them, you know, because they can't take care of themselves. You know, and it was interesting. They brought to my mind the story that I, it's called the Iceman. But here he is talking about now they, well, he wants to go back and do that. Well, he's got a little special forces uh, group of men who would do that, you know. Go in there and take over. They're talking about Africa. They're talking about this, how the Europeans uh, and the Berlin Conference, you know, they sliced up Africa and they killed millions and millions of people. And they're trying to get themselves together. And this black woman, that, that was something that was, she was talking to a group of black men, African men, and she was saying, listen, we should take our diversity and let, make that serve us instead of bringing us apart. And she was trying to, you know, it was a very interesting speech that uh, this one guy um, that she made to all these men there. You see the women coming up more and more. I get material from women for women. They're trying to do little businesses, something to bring them together. To, you know, to, to get their own economy going. She was talking about how Nigeria is. And it was really interesting. Very interesting. But I don't mean to take over the program, y'all. I'm not going to take it over. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it is, is but interesting. It was, and he's talking about now take, going back into those countries in his own way through military, you know, militarily taking them over. And, uh, you know, you have to kill the leader, you know, and all of this stuff. She said, we have to come together, trying to make them come together and not just let your ego, you know, run things, you know. That one plan that China has, that, that's going to really work. What China is doing is taking their men out of jail and all of that, um, and they're bringing them into a lot of the African countries where they have these big bills and stuff. And so the men's going to be single men. But what they're doing, they're marrying the black women there, and they're having Chinese children. There's one program I like to look at. It's called Rose and Her Husband. She was from uh, Uganda, where Idi Amin was. 
she now, now she married a Chinese person, you know, and uh, she went and lived in China in the rural areas, and she knew how to cook, the way she cooked her, all of this stuff. But, you know, they have a young, they got a son now. And she can take her passport. She can go to China. Her son can go to college. All of this stuff, Chinese is, but they're, he's saying 30 years, they're going to own the African nation. They're doing it in a different way. They're letting all these men go over there single, marrying up these women, you know, being husbands and all of that, and, you know, and then representing the Chinese government, and they're doing it all over. And the man was probably saying 30 years, they're going to own the, um, the African continent by the way that, the way that they're doing that. And I they, think that's like what doctor, they're trying oh, to do, yes. Yeah, Omar Johnson, he said whoever controls Africa will control the world. Because that's where all the resources are. And all this stuff is coming out. Do we use it for bombs, for phones, and all this stuff? It's coming out of Africa. Africa has a diamond, gold, all of that. They are controlling it. And they were talking about, but then you do it a different way. And then they can be the statements and all of this stuff. But then those African people get a chance to go to China, you know, all this to the colleges and stuff. So you can't tell the difference, you know. It's interesting. It's mongrelizing the black race, what it's doing, you know, but it's interesting. So, you see, I've been busy thinking <laughs> about how, how, can we, how can we help our own and keep looking for someone to give you something that I think is the wrong thing. Sure, they, we owe, we're, owed, we're entitled to reparations, but what are we doing with what we've got? Somebody said that. If the money that was coming into our community now, we would be number 16 as far as the country is concerned on the country scale. Say, say that all again. the money that we get, all the money that we get, I think uh, Omar Johnson was talking about it. He said, if we look at the money that's coming into the black community even now, and we're still hollering about it, we, would, we could be considered number 16 as far as countries are concerned right here in America. Mm. And that was interesting, you know. Yes, it is. Yeah. He was talking about that. Number 16. Mm. Yeah, but we need to be a little bit. (laughs) But we've learned not to trust one another, you know. Not to trust one another at all. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sad. And then it's 70% single-parent households, it is, it's sad. you got to have something to be with me and all that other stuff, you know. It's sad when we look at each other. Hmm. But it makes us all vulnerable. It really does. Just how can we, yeah. we it's hard to even educate our children, too. You really do. Looking to a government that we know is really against us. No matter who they are, they're against us. How are you going to educate your children? What are you going to do to educate them? Don't say that. Yeah, we have to edu- find out a way to educate our within our community. We still have to see it that way. How can we?
well if we really do it. I think we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. That's true. Educate kids. Now, COVID really messed up our education for our children. Who did? Because the COVID, the, the, uh, the pandemic, it did. It messed oh, up even more. You know, oh, I hate it. Oh, I hated it the way it did. It really did yeah. mess up our kids. I was talking with, and, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and then they want to, when they got back, let's graduate them. That's true. Like uh, uh, my cousin works with, within the school system, and she said, you know what no child left behind really means? It means pass hmm. them on no matter what. Because you got the next generation coming. Mm-hmm. Pass them that on. Horrible. It is. Pass them on. But, yeah. Yeah. Pass well, them I on. can understand why they had to do it. That I do understand. But it should have had some kind of way that we could do something to bring them back, not just send them away. And they're left out there, and they're they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I was, when I look at uh, hidden that book, hidden figures, that, that story, hidden figures with uh, Taraji Henson when she's playing that woman who, you know, knew all this math and stuff and helped with the science programs and stuff like that. When the mm-hmm. woman went to the, it's funny. When I went to I went to a business high school and it was rough even then you know they were prejudiced but my goal was I wanted to be able to take care of myself so I learned how to type I learned how I was looking at all those office machines that they worked was working at I worked on all those machines and I could you know all of this stuff could do a lot of things because I wanted to be able to get a job to take care of me you know and stuff and then when the book when she steals that book that's um, if I can remember. She steals that book uh, to teach them about the IBM International Business Machine that was coming to replace them. They do 24,000 calculations within a second and all of that. I remember seeing that book. It was either when I, was, when I had started um, at college or when I was, because I, I did key punch back when I was, you know, 16 and 17. I was doing key punch. Now you punch those cards. And they go through with all of that. I was doing all of that when I left high school. I said, I remember the book, you know. Brings back memories. Because for a while I was trying to work as a key punch operator. I could work the adding machines and all of that stuff. I could do all of that. Because I wanted to get me a job to take care of myself. But then the kids, they don't, they, they, you know, now Andrea's good at, on the on the uh, you know the phone <laughs> and all that other stuff, but um, other things you know that she has to be helped with. But I remember all that. Yeah. I was looking at I said, I did all that. Mm-hmm. I was sixteen, seventeen. You know, I could type, and the typewriter that they were using. I hate that that little ball turning. I used to hate that typewriter. You know. <laughs> I hated it. That little ball turning and turning up. To me, that was a very bad uh, typewriter. 
Well, you know they changed that. Yeah, uh-huh. Now we have the computer. Yes. Yeah. And then we're going to get it, you know, like with the um, the auto bills, you don't have to steer. All you got to do is sit in the back <laughs> and let the... I, I will not try one of those. No, no. Me either. Uh, me either. <laughs> no. <laughs> me either. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Grab that wheel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's that? A te- what's the boy? Hey, you heard the kids talk about What's that? A Tesla? A, what is it called? I have that no idea. <laughs> Our co host, what is that no, car called? Man. Mm-hmm. That's trap. <laughs> That's the truth now. Yes, yes, yes. No, I wouldn't. And sit in in the back? Oh, no, 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 no. You know, somebody will do that and think that they can do something. Oh, and yeah. they're going get, to get hit. That's what they Tell me about it. Tell me about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He had a lot of, but I was listening to Roland Martin just before, and he had a lot of good things to say about. Um, it's always. Yeah, he said I deal with facts. This is happening. That's happening. I lived, mm-hmm. I grew up in, lived in Chicago. I did this and that. And he was a lot of the things he said. I bring up about you facts. Why is this person now supporting Trump? Why are they doing this? Why are you doing this? Because he didn't, he's pointed out a lot of things that they that um, Biden has done, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's too old. Well, they all are old. Hey, yeah. they all wear right. Trump is absolutely. But that and other the, one has been there in um, that in a long time uh-huh. in politics. Yeah. Let me get back to what his record was. Uh, when he was younger, and how he was, right. uh, the bills that he passed and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did a good job, too. But look at the Jewish people. I still look at them, okay? They're, although they're a small group, they're still effective because of the way they move together. Like they're taking their money out of a lot of American colleges and stuff like that. Those colleges are suffering. They're taking their money out of this no, and that. They are suffering. Who's doing that? The Jewish people. A lot of them are pulling their money out. Oh, These places that, up here. That, that, yeah, but get that they're showing that they're against the Jewish people. They they, they pull their money out. Mm. A lot of them are going to kids out. Yeah, they if they pull their money out, you're going to suffer. Like the. Um, What's that college at the, what is Harvard? Is it Harvard? Well, was a woman just left her position? Was it Harvard? The, um, you know, she gave up her position. She just, you know, let it go. What were they doing? They, they felt, I guess they felt like she wasn't really standing up for the Jewish people like she should have within the college setting. So they pulled some of their money out. And so she just mm-hmm. gave up the job altogether, you know. There's a lot of things happening. Mr. Co-host, 
you done left me. <laughs> but they stay. They still move in a group, no matter what. Are they? That's what they do. They move in a group. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because they do that. Uh-huh. And... They built Northland. Northland was the first uh, uh, shopping center in the world, but they put it together. And all these other shopping centers making money off of it. Now they're building, what, an apartment or hotels over there? Which one? Uh, and, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, Northland, Northland. Look to be Northland Mall, Eastland, you know, Oakland, all the other stuff. They put together the first mall, I think it's considered the first mall in the world. Mm-hmm. They put it together. Mm-hmm. Very They don't want them to support the All of them. Hmm. Well, I hope they don't take them out. I really don't. Because our kids need, we need the education. That's true. You got to make it interesting for them where, they, you know, I talked to my cousin, uh, you know, uh, she's helping her grandchildren also. She was saying when they first had to come sit on because of COVID, she said they get trying to do this bad. She said, I had, I never got to back I was, you know, she used to work here. And she sometimes figured stuff out to help them out, get them on the system and all this stuff. Finally started seeing what they were doing. We're doing some problems, math problems. That this guy was on the, he's doing a quickie as to how you can uh, divide, multiply, and divide, get the answers up far away, you know. Much more easy with it. You know, going under the three and four numbers, multiplying them out. He was showing the process to her. He said, we stopped with these, you know. And then my brother, Matthew, said, well, that problem will not work every area. You know, but not, you know, that's the way. So she's trying to show a different, a different way of getting the answer. Doing it the way we do multiplication. It was really interesting. Very interesting. I figured out. Hmm. Very So let me ask you, what do you think? about when it comes to uh, just to, you know, throw another topic out here. Uh, yeah. We've talked about um, the war over in Palestine, over in Palestine and Gaza. And, um, you know, we've talked about the war over in the Congo. Um, being 
similar in the, in the fact of it's a black nation, um, you know, that's having a civil war within itself and uh, these other countries, and no one's making the same type of um, noise regarding, uh, you know, the, the blacks in Africa uh, being killed and uh, misplaced and displaced. Yeah. As they are, you know, regarding the genocide that's being committed over <coughs> in, uh, in Gaza. So. But what I can see, okay, they keep forgetting the fact that they were attacked. Hamas is still, to me, that those those uh, hate groups that do want them out. We've even seen it happen here with some of our so-called Congress people, you know. When she was saying, uh, like a Tlaib, uh in the 14th district, took over Connor, Connor's di- district. She talking about from the river to the sea. In other words, get them out of there. She wanted the Jewish people out, you know. But what they're doing is they are using Gaza and the Palestinians. They infiltrate within them so that they can, you know, uh, keep taking pot shots. They, 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 they really attacked Israel. They, they attacked them. Some of the things that they said they were doing, when I look on a lot of times Facebook, these Jewish organizations that's talking about it, they killed, took the woman, sliced her open, took her baby out of her, and then shot mm. the baby's head. They're doing all of this. These cruel they things. Did, you know. They did what? Yes, when they when, uh, you have to listen to is uh, the Jewish a lot of these Jewish organizations is trying to help you support the Israelis and all of that. But they did that. They went to when those kibbutz. When they took the baby out, then what did they do? Cut it out the woman, yeah, and that's what they did. They're doing some horrible things, killing the children, chopping them up, all of this stuff. Yeah, they are using cool. Palestinians to this. To this, they are. They tell you, you're gonna see some things you ain't gonna believe. They're attacking. Is that the same place they had? Uh, you couldn't buy. Uh, you couldn't have but two children. Are you talking about China? Yes, they sure did. That's it. You're talking about China, yeah. They had more. They're charging more taxes. That's my understanding, yeah. But this is what's going to happen. They keep using them. Now they're saying, well, they, we were just trying to get some food and stuff, and the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, they shot at us. What was in there? What was, who was mixed up in there shooting at the Israeli soldiers? See, they put themselves in it, but make the world. See, they keep doing this to us, and all we're trying to do is get some food and all this stuff. That's what they keep doing it, you know. My understanding, we gave up a lot of the territory that they have now, we gave that territory up because the United States is back in Israel. Uh, uh, the, I think it's from the 1967 war. They took over a lot of territory, if I'm not mistaken. We made them. They came together, and the United Nations said, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to say Israel has the right to exist. But what we're going to do is we're going to ask Israel, the territory that they want, give it back to them. And so that's what Israel did. 
you know, you have you respecting our rights exist here, and we're helping here. And that's what they did. But then come, come I think it was the young Kippur, I'm not sure, there's so many over there, that they attacked them again. You know, I, my understanding, they took the graveyards out, all of this, and moved all of that out of that area so that they could have it. Then the, the, the Palestinians think they got a place to stay and all this. But then Hamas came in and infiltrated, you know, and tried to take over some elite positions, government positions. And if a lot of the Palestinians did not want that, they killed those Palestinians. All they want to do is to keep using them to come closer and closer to, like they say, push Israel out from the river to the sea. That's what they want to do. And you can't stop that. Hezbollah, Hamas, all of this. Well, well, you know, a lot of them are blaming the United States for supporting yeah, Israel, you know, with weapons and, and financing. Yeah, so, but they use the Israel, yeah, and they're, black, but they're boycotting a lot of this Israeli products. They're hitting them economically and in every way they can. Yeah, same thing with um, the war in Ukraine, you know, Russia invading, you know, Ukraine. Um, And Ukraine, you know, um, having fought, you know, fighting back in this war that's, you know, deep into a second year. Yeah. Yeah, so. But again, they were attacked, okay? They were attacked. In fact, my friends, and uh, uh, they had gone over there to um, adopt a baby. This uh, 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 this couple that I know that lives uh, in um, um, Carol, uh, Battle Creek, I think it is up there. They gone and they it was a little girl. She would never be grown again. You know, she would always be uh, you know just you know she's about sixteen now. But you have to take care of her like she's a baby. Well, they went and got her and they adopted her. They were old, about seven for eight uh, weeks and the adoption. Then when all that fighting started, that was the orphanage where they had taken, that they finally got this child, you know, and she's raising the child and stuff like that. But um, I think that orphanage might have been bombed, but I think they had moved the children out and stuff. But they, but they went on and did that, you know. But uh, when you look at the Ukraine, there were a lot of black people there, students learning how to be doctors and going to the colleges there. When people were trying to get out of Ukraine, they kept pushing the black people back. That's what you're dealing with in the Ukraine, you know. Because I remember uh, Jamal Bryant, Jamal Bryant was talking about it, and they said, we, we're trying to get out. The one woman who was English, black girl, she found a way to get out. And she was crying. She said, because no one is helping the black people get out. The woman said, you try to get on the train? No, you step back. If we have, if we, and she had children. So you see, all over the world, when it comes down to black people, well, we just have to pull on our own. Now, what is the best way? I know your people don't want to hear, but Bishop Jakes was talking about how he became free, going over there to Africa to said, listen, maybe we can do better if we join two forces together. You know, he said he went over there with his people, and he stopped that mega care, and uh, they started digging for wells so they have water because the tribes were fighting. He said, listen, y'all can do better working together. And so they used different resources, and they were digging down to try to find water in certain areas. 
and uh, uh, and they would fix. You know, they had to dig. That cost. That's a very expensive thing. But they found water. Now both of you tribes, you 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 share the water. Don't tear it up. Share it. You know, come together and all of this. Trying to uh, to emphasize that to them. And he said maybe it would be better if we could tie the hands. Same thing Malcolm X wanted to do. If we could tie the, uh, the organization of African unity, and then we can help each other out. You know, and um, I know you know Malcolm X. He had encouraged them that the the uh, uh, UN meeting to accuse the United States of um, racism and stuff like that. What some of those African nations did, but they were spending the American dollar, so they pulled back. You get, you know, you can you know, you do what you can, but we, they weren't in a position financially to hold that up because the United States would draw their money over their little resource they're giving them and stuff like that. Hmm. He tried to get that going, you know, to bring us together where we can help each other. That's a big area. Hmm. What is the answer? Well, you said the answer? What is it? What answer can we give, you know, to... Uh, um. All over the world, the black people, you know, they, they are being, you know, marginalized. And then we marginalize ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, we do true. We marginalize ourselves within ourselves. We keep doing it. We keep marginalizing ourselves within ourselves in our communities. Well, you know, I think that that's what we have been um, program to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we've been programmed to um, work in uh, ways that will hold us back and keep us divided. Um, you know, because we, um, like they say, a house divided, you know, can't but not fall. it will not stand. It won't stand. Yeah, no. it won't stand. That's true. So you know, um, I think that's um, it's all by design. It is. And it's still Even working. in families. Even in families, you have yes. to pull together. You pull together mm-hmm. to help each other out. I'll be trying to teach my grandkids, and they'd be cussing and acting crazy. <laughs> you know, I said, no, you have to support each other. Keep this stuff clean. Do this. You know, what would happen is they were talking about how the storms were going to come through here. We might have a cyber attack. I said, what are you going to do if there's a cyber attack? And so Josiah, when he was over here, he saw my little lamp. He said, Granny, that lamp that you got over there, that lamp, I said, that's my lamp. (laughs) I'm going to leave you in the dark. Trying to, uh, but you have to teach them and pray that they learn because the next, they're predicting that the next generation will face something that their their gross national product will be zero. The who? How can we? Yeah, you know they they won't have a gross national product to live off of. And it's sad to say most of this has been done through evangelicalism. I'm sorry to say that. It's sad to say that. Do you remember when? 
the people were all the same and spoke the same language. Do you remember that? We told them we had our own communities. When they were building, oh, when Christ was doing it, letting them, and then they stopped them. Remember that? Say it again. Say it again. You know, when everybody was building this um, thing, mountain or whatever, but it was going higher and higher, and they all knew the same language. Remember? Are you talking in the Bible? Are you telling me the Bible? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, under, um, what's his name? But he, he stopped that. Mighty hunter before the Lord. What's his name? Uh, Nimrod. You're talking about Nimrod. Yeah. That. Yeah, it was a black man that did it, too. And what's, what's interesting about it, God says, let us go in and confuse this, because whatever they think to do, they can do it. I mean, they were going to, in case there's another flood, we're going to be up there. And, and God, God said they could do it because he knew what he had put in man. It's a creative ability there, especially black people, especially black people. They're building a tower of Babel. Everybody was in agreement. So what he did, he confused their languages. But that was just a, a you and know. They all a, go a, different ways. Yeah, yeah. And it then they, they were different colors, too. Not so much as the colors. It started to change as you go, like you go to uh, um, um, the genes started to change, you know, um, when you mix with someone, you know. It, we have it, someone it, here that yeah. would like to say something, oh, say Margaret. Yeah. No, I was oh, just trying ahead. to say the Tower of Babylon. She was, you were trying to recall where everybody was speaking the same language, so they're trying to right. build build the world, uh, build their towers to see God. <laughs> they were going, in case there was another flood, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was Lord, <laughs> well, you The Lord that. figured they were too smart for themselves, so he gave them a confusing <laughs> language, and they couldn't figure it out sure what the is. other was saying. And it's been like that ever since. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a man out who's going to be able to handle everybody's problem. That's going to be the answer. Bringing it together. Yeah. Who can please everybody. But then he has set himself up, you know, and that's what they're saying is happening. It's considered this time. It's leading toward the last day. The last day. But they can trace. Every single person ever born on this earth has a certain mitochondrial, you know, it can be traced black back to one woman, and that's an African woman. It's something about it that, it's with a, that you can trace every single person ever born on this earth back to one black woman. That was an African woman. That was interesting. I think they call it mitochondria, something like that. If I'm not mistaken, a black woman. Yeah, well, we won't be the same anymore. 
not to not to depress you since I'm back, but I've just been reading a lot. And I keep thinking, how can we bring uh, some kind of, uh, and I've been really praying about it too, how can we bring about a certain cohesiveness within the black community so that we can survive? You know, just, not just survive, but we can survive without the help of Bush or, uh, you know, Trump or all of this. How can we do that? How can we do it? And you know what's interesting? When you look at Cuba, Cuba right there, 90 miles off of our coast, they have tried to get that man out so many times and have never done it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's 90 miles away. Even 90, Cuba's about 90-something miles away from us. The last time you heard any president going to Cuba was Obama. He went there to try to, you know, bring him in, you know, all this stuff. They have tried to kill that man so many times. It never worked. They appeared, they called it, everything they did. It never worked. It's really interesting. But I do thank you for allowing me to uh, catch up on my what I've been reading and studying and praying about. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> Uh, it's needed. It's really, uh, especially when I see my kids growing up. These boys, oh boy, boy. Yeah. Yeah. They grow fast. Yeah. George is so tall. Look at him. He's tall and he's just thirteen. Oh my goodness. Uh, then he just got his <laughs> hair. Um, uh, what's it called? He got the uh, the uh, the what do you call them? You get the twist. Don't ask me. <laughs> no, uh, you know, no, start twisting his, you know, the dreads. The dreads. Oh, he he's dreads. getting his done like that? Yeah, they got, yeah, they, his, uh, on his father's side, the girl did it for him, you know. Yeah, his father died, oh, okay. but, yeah, and, uh. They like he said, it? He don't like it, but then, you know, he's got to work with it. got to keep it up. Something I feel like doing that to Andrea's hair. But, um, you know, you have to work with it. Yeah. Well, they thank you, darling. Yeah. Well, we There's an answer for us. There is a positive answer for us in the black community. There is a positive answer. What is it? I, I believe it's in the scriptures. I do. I believe there's something there in the scriptures. I believe it is. And I've been, you know, reading more and praying more that, you know, to, there is an answer there for us. Now, that's, what is it? How do you mean? It was an answer for the Jewish slaves. When they were in Egypt, it was an answer for it. It was an answer for that. That's what helped them, you know. There were laws set down where they could live by. They kept messing up every time, though, you know. Every single time. But there was an answer. He gave them, he gave them a foundation. That foundation was there. When they left that foundation, they were in trouble. When they went back to the foundation, that God helped them. If they want to okay. read something. Okay, go ahead. You want to so read much. something? No, I was just going to say, if you really want to look at something, look at YouTube after when Titus came. And he just and um, 
you know, and at 70 AD, and he destroyed Jerusalem. How those Jews fought. It's an interesting thing as to how and how their worship intermingled with them, uh, you know, t- uh, being able to fight like they did against the Romans. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, you know, I uh, appreciate you and what you do, okay, what you did today. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said I didn't want to dominate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, did, you did great. You did great. We have to find an answer. There is an answer for us. Don't, don't feel that it's not. There is the an answer. answer. Yes, it I is. I say the answer it, is telling the truth. And finding out what truth is for people to follow through. With truth, people don't yeah. like to make changes. That's true. We don't like to make changes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like Bishop Dick was saying, it's disruptive. So anytime you want to move further, it's going to have disruption in your life. He yeah. said, when you plant seed in the ground, it's going to disrupt that soil, and the soil is going to disrupt that seed, but something new is going to come up with it. He keeps talking about disruptive things. I guess if the truth yeah. gets told enough, maybe people will start paying attention and make a change. Yeah. But as long as they're being told lies after lies, truth will never be heard. Hmm. You know, I didn't know that Nikki Haley, the one that was running, Nikki Haley, her, one of her parents was the Indian. And, and I you know uh, Roland Martin was. Uh, they were. Uh, he, she was on the Breakfast Club. And they were talking to her, and she was talking about what happened to her. That her mother had to do this and stuff, you know. And uh, she told, but the people would buy the clothes, but the black people would buy her her mother's clothes. Her father did some type of work. Uh, it was interesting though, some type of work. And uh, they were able to make it by what they did. It, it supplied the black with something. It wasn't something that she was accepted, although she's a bright woman, you know, Nikki Haley. And it was interesting. If you get a chance, you can go on YouTube and listen to her on the, um, as they interview her on the breakfast show. Very interesting. And then, you know, Roland Martin makes his comments behind what she's saying. It's very interesting. Well, okay. Thanks so much for allowing me. Miss, Miss, well, Miss Jenny and our well, we missed soul. you. You know, <laughs> you, we just missed you <laughs> and gave it you a little time. <laughs> Thanks so much. You have enjoyed hearing you, Lucy. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have? Um, Something to say before you go out? I still say that we still have hope, even with you know in our community, we have the hope there. It's there. You have to no, search. The Lord says, "You will find me when you search for me with all your heart." And He still, you know, He was the answer for the Jewish people, and our enslavement was worse than what they did when, because it's continuing even now. The thing about them is that they do stick together. Somewhere or another, they're sticking together. 
Okay. All right. Miss Margaret, did you have something to say before you go? No, just thanks for the show. <laughs> well, thank you. And I just like to say it's funny because we ask God to change our situations, not knowing he put us in the situation to change us. That is that is perfectly So, <laughs> so Mr. Maceo. All right, let's just work. Uh, World traveler. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm trying to live my best life these days, you know. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, we got to uh, all about quality of life. You know, the experiences and the memories that we can create along the way, uh, the pictures we can take and, uh, you know, things that we can enjoy with our family. So I think that's um, really at the end of our road, you know, the things that matter most. So, uh, you know, just uh, don't take life for granted and, you know, I saw, uh, you know, today, I'm sure there were some babies born today, and I'm sure that there were some people that um, made their transition today. You know, some some people had their expiration date today. Uh, so, uh, you know, just uh, can't take things for granted, you know, and, and I'll end with this, not to end yeah. on, a, on a bad note, but uh, on 8 Mile today, I was, you know, on 8 Mile, and, you know, um, they had, you know, it was a lot of traffic, and so, you know, when I got to a, an opening in the traffic, I was caught at a light. I looked over to the westbound side and uh, saw two paramedics. You know, they had the ambulance at an angle, blocking off traffic. And one was vigorously, you know, um, uh, doing chest compressions on a man who was laying on his back on uh, in the middle of the street. Um, mm. It looked like he had gotten hit by a car, but uh, you could see a stream of blood that had gone from the middle lane all the way to the to the to the median in the middle, so you know I'm sure that he he was deceased. You know he wasn't moving, um, mm-hmm. and it was just you know it was just a shocking sight to see. Um, but it was also just you know brings you back to reality. Um, yeah. Hmm. In regards to how precious life is, and how in the blink yeah. of an eye, yeah. you know, things yeah. can change. And um, I'm sure that that, he had no idea that, you know, today would probably be his last day. Um, Hmm. So just love each other, love yourself. And um, like Lucy says, keep hope alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Well, good evening for everybody. 
Well, happy social work month for anybody that may be a social worker for the month of March. What? Happy social work month. You going to what? Social workers celebrate the month of March. We do. <laughs> yeah, if you're a social remember worker, them days. <laughs> you remember those days. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, still fasting for a few more days, you know, a couple more weeks. And so not eating certain things, not drink, drinking certain things, you know, so. Uh, just trying to get healthy and get get centered, you know, and spiritually on a spiritual plane where, you know, asking God for some big things this year and, and, and daily and, you know, um, for some continued blessings, you know, for myself and my family and uh, and that's it, you know, just taking the small wins and, and celebrating those and and uh, you know that's it. Anybody got a birthday this month? No. <laughs> okay. Haven't got older like than that. <laughs> what did you say? So I haven't got over the last one in September. <laughs> so okay, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's it for me. We'll come back with something. Uh, Entertaining next week. I uh, don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be entertaining. That's it. <laughs> Open for suggestions. All right, Jenny. Why well, do you want to? Everybody can drink something. All what right. Did you, you say? Wanna... Yep. Drink what you want. You want to put the theme music on? Because I'm about to put the theme music on. Okay. No, you go. You can go. Uh, well, I gotta find it. Let's see. Well, thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right, see you next Friday. Same time next week. See ya. Good night. Oh, Corbett is.